Welcome to the Are We Still Here podcast, where we talk about what really matters for you and your own health and fitness. I'm Jess. And I'm Sasha. And each week we'll come to you with a no-nonsense topic, which will make you challenge your own thoughts and ask, are we still here? Don't forget to like, share and subscribe if you're enjoying the podcast. And let's get to today's pod. Hello there. We're on episode 48. We sure are. Week 48. Oh, four weeks and it'll be a year, Jess. I know. Big celebrations. Um, please uh, share if you like it, like, subscribe, whatever, all those bits. Um, if there's a particular bit of the pod you liked, then screen record it, put it on your socials, whatever. Um, or if you, you're not into all that, drop me and Jess a message and just let us know. Um, episode 49 next week is going to be a little different we've got a guest mm. or, or guests plural potentially um which is going to be fun and then on the 22nd of may i'm going to be on another pod but um i'll, I'll let you know what it's going to be called and stuff because we're not sure so that'll be weird because i'm used to vibing off jess <laughs> i feel like you're having an affair <laughs> <laughs> you know what the minute she asked me you know what I automatically thought like what if like what if our um sense of humors aren't the same and I'll be like hey isn't that funny and she'll be like no no <laughs> <laughs> well yeah I'll be, I don't know I'll be like you know just a casual roast of, of something that I've seen and she'll be like oh um well I'll be like um who am I supposed to share the meme with well, have you seen that meme she's like no I don't like um, obviously I know that the lady isn't like this I'm just joking seen that mm. meme no I haven't actually oh um <laughs> anyway oh, cool. <laughs> cool story bro yeah cool story bro um no it'll be fun um so we wanted to well Jess you you, you tell the tell the people what we're going to talk about today we're going to talk about uh body autonomy um which is a bit of a broad topic in regards to health and fitness um but one that maybe when you first start out with your health and fitness or maybe haven't considered it as part of something you should know about as a whole uh, because you're just doing you're just so busy doing um it's one that you can easily skim over but we say it a lot in regards to people who work with us and like what is the ultimate goal as our role as 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 a coach mm-hmm is to help people get to that point where they're so autonomous with their health, their fitness, what they're doing, that they they could do it on their own. And continue to do it. And continue. Yeah. And continue. And some people, some people want some people want that as the goal. They want to get to a point where they're like, I don't need a coach anymore. I can do it. Some people like the whole process of having a coach and probably yeah, yeah. Will, will always have a coach. Mm-hmm. But our job is to get our clients to a point where they understand it thoroughly that their their knowledge is is just there at that point where they're so in tune with their own body they get it and Mm -hmm. that comes down to so many different things body autonomy we're not just talking about training we're talking about food we're talking about sleep stress just everything absolutely um yeah I think it's a a relatively tough subject because it's different for everybody um and I think we spoke Jess on the Apex Manchester call last Wednesday 
um, about how I feel like I have it, Mm. but it took however long to get it. And then obviously it was challenged by um, the fact that I might think that I have it fully, but then that I'm still require guidance in certain aspects. And obviously it doesn't mean that I'm never learning anything new about fitness. It doesn't mean that I'm just forgetting about it. And everything I do is like, oh yeah, it's just what I do. It's just my habits. Um, um, but it is, because basically Jess and I want to get people to a point where we don't want people overthinking this and thinking about it too much to the point where it's dictating every moment of their day, which it has been for Jess and it has been for me at a certain point. And I know that we both take clients on that are like that. And, you know, uh, it can be to the wrong coach that could be like, oh yeah, this client's like super dedicated. Oh yeah. They, you know, um, they're going to send me every single piece of data and I need to see everything. And I want um, their, screenshot of the apple watch every single day and i want this and i want this and i want this and it can get to a point where that becomes the norm so Mm. it's almost opposite of body autonomy it's like eat a, a perfect example of the opposite of body autonomy is eating extra calories just because they're in my fitness power when you're not hungry for example yeah opposite um, but we spoke about this before, didn't we? Where it's like when people have got certain goals, there's maybe a requirement to do that. Someone who's like, I really want to gain muscle and they're not eating any protein or whatever. Mm. They're not eating ample enough food in the day. It's like, okay, your body autonomy might be telling mm. you that you're maybe not hungry, but sometimes you have to push against that if you have a really specific goal, like performance-based goals. Yeah. And it's, not, it's not saying that that's in a in a way that's um, ignoring how your body feels because mm-hmm. it's actually acknowledging how you as a person might not be somebody who is very hungry in that sense. Yeah. Or with a specific goal in mind, it's like you're striving towards something that's maybe taking you a little bit further away from that. Again, prime mm-hmm. example being maybe bodybuilding. It's not it's not natural no. to, to be at that place. So what you're doing is actually quite unnatural to go against it again, further away from body autonomy, Mm -hmm. but with a specific goal in mind. Yeah. And it's unnatural. Just remember performance goals aside, we have to, Jess and I have to always make sure that people know that when we're talking performance goals, we know that it's not just the average show. When you have a performance goal, whether it's well for usually for a sport, um, the kind of rules around autonomy and body autonomy kind of have to be put to one side because for example if you are a weightlifter and um to be in a certain weight category for example that's not no that's not I'm not saying it's not it's I'm not saying it's bad I'm just saying it's not normal there is Mm. no other time in your life where you have to be in a weight category (laughs) so in that case that person would have to completely remove body autonomy because if you've got to be a certain weight and you're not eating enough then that's it yeah but then I also like to make sure that if we're just looking for strength and health and vitality and fitness then overfeeding is not natural it's not natural and it's not it's not good for you to to carry on eating when you're not hungry unless you have to for for a reason for a specific reason yeah and I think that's um, it's 
it's the same with the, the other way, isn't it? It's like when you're going against the feeling of wanting to eat mm-hmm. when you're dieting, because it's like going back to what we spoke about maybe previous weeks, like mm-hmm. that set point. If your body sits comfortably at a certain place, if you're forcing it to get into a place where it doesn't like to be, then that's the uncomfortableness mm-hmm. as well of like you're eating less. You feel your your body is telling you that as well by hunger sink, hunger cues, mm-hmm. tired, like poor recovery, etc. Yeah, exactly, and that again in itself, even coming from two people in the fitness industry, is unnatural. We have to remember that, like not it underfeeding yourself for a for a structured period of time isn't necessarily normal normality it might be needed at a certain time but it's definitely not normal did you see um that uh mma fighter like the the ufc fighter who um is called he's called paddy pimlet and he mm. was on stage like maybe like a month ago or whatever um like post-fight eating pizza and he'd like he'd won his fight by like knockout and he was on stage and he's like super lean for his category he was He's only quite like a small framed guy and he was eating pizza. And I think some, the, the interviewer basically said something around like, um, have you, have you missed eating like the food that you wanted to get fit into this weight category? And he was like, Oh, I'd rather be fat and happy than have to do this all the time. Like he literally is eating pizza on stage and it's just really funny. Literally. Like, it's just, so- it just makes me laugh. Like he's like, he clearly is just like, but for his sport, he was willing to do it to get into that category to of win course. that title. Yeah. Because- he, he's like literally referred. He was like, I'm not happy no. at this place. That's what he said. And then you have to remember that I saw, I can't remember why I saw this video, but there was um, three examples of three celebrity men and, one was um, Channing Tatum, one was Zac Efron, and one was Chris Hemsworth. A, a delightful trio. <laughs> and um, it was interviewed because obviously uh, Zac Efron had to get into good shape for Baywatch, if you remember. I think mm-hmm. he might. Have, I think he might have been assisted, in, in, but I'm not sure. Yeah. Chris Hemsworth was Thor. And then Channing Tatum was um, when he was doing his dance films and and whatever. Magic Step Mike. Up. Magic Ma- yeah. Oh, of course it was Magic Mike. Yeah, so not not as far back as Step Up One, which by the way is an outstanding film. <laughs> um, <laughs> so they were in interviews and it was just snippets of their interviews. And it, it's it's bizarre because I've seen programs being sold, especially the um, Thor one. I've been I've seen. Um, programs being sold to basically be like that and I've seen Zac Efron I haven't seen Channing Tatum ones like Magic Mike focused ones but I've seen Thor and I've seen Zac Efron so like um train like Zac Efron or or end up like this whatever yeah if you watch them being interviewed they are disgusted as in Zac Efron literally went oh like he shuddered he went oh god and you know the interviewer was like well, or what he was like he was like, there's one thing that I can honestly say, and I will never, ever, ever have the desire to get into that shape again. He went, oh, like that. And then Chris Hemsworth says the same. He's like, oh, yeah. He's like, oh, the first bit's fine, but then it just gets ugly. And I think Hugh Jackman's also said the same when Wolverine, mm-hmm. because in the last four hours, not four hours, four days um, before the, sh- the shot was filmed where Wolverine comes out the water and it's very famous and whatever he had to dehydrate himself for four days 
yet there's people not obviously not have any water because you'd be dead but dehydrate yourself and it's bizarre that I've seen Wolverine programs I've seen Chris Hemsworth programs Mm. I've seen Zac Efron and I've seen Channing Tatum yet all four of them have been live on tv saying that they don't recommend it they literally despised it they felt terrible and they shuddered Mm. doesn't that tell you when the people that have literally had to had to do it like we said not body autonomy for work are saying please don't do it because you won't be able to get hard on for a month don't you feel there's an element of it where you like I know we shouldn't feel sorry for him because they're probably taking a million paychecks but (laughs) you feel sorry for him in the sense that like they're trying to do their job which is acting and they're feeling like pure crap trying to do Shine. their job. Yeah. So it's like their performance relies on them like being energetic. And it's like, oh God, like they're not going to give the, the performance of a lifetime either when they're feeling like they've not eaten a substantial meal in however many days or, or they are eating, overeating past the point of comfort to hit goals to whatever. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. And then Chris Hemsworth is kind of still an extremely I mean I don't know to be honest I'm not seeing him in the media recently but then you see Zac Efron did you watch Zac Efron's series on Netflix about um yeah I did watch a few episodes I loved that and you know what I know this is personal preference whatever but sorry Dan but he was so much sexier in that series than he was when he was maybe yeah, on because TV. because that's that's because Zac Efron was Dan like a traveler going around <laughs> writing talking about different places so it's not any offense to Dan it's but literally Zac Efron when I was Dan. when I was watching Zac Efron at his what was the program called I don't know he was basically going to like Iceland and and they were like making bread in the hot sand or whatever and I was like Whoa. <laughs> down to earth down to earth Zachary 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 (laughs) but the thing is like when you see interviews with them now look at Channing Tatum Mm. he's a lot um this is I think he looks fantastic by the way and I much prefer this but he's a lot bigger Zac Efron's a lot bigger um uh yeah like I said Wolverine's a lot bigger and and like I said I don't know about Chris because I've not seen him but I'm sure He's probably a little bit bigger. I think he's got his own app now, Chris Hemsworth. Of course he has. Honestly, Chris, you let the team down every time. It's called Cent. It's called Center, I think, but without it's like CNTR. So he it's probably like- funds it, but that Chris Hemsworth probably has very little to do with what goes on in that. They just need yeah. His face it's on it. the Center app by Chris Hemsworth. It always comes up on Instagram, and it's like achieve your fitness and nutritional goals with the Chris Hemsworth team of experts personalized exercise programs and meal plans yeah 100 percent. it's just he's the face isn't he yeah and I wonder if so if I if, if I was a guy and I signed up to what do you say center yeah if I was a guy and I signed up to center I wonder if they'd be encouraging me to do something similar to that I don't think it is the vibe I get is it's more like it's just an app that he fronts like it's just another yeah. fitness it's just another fitness app yeah another fitness app. but that just shows that you have to to do something extreme. You have to go against what your body wants to do naturally. Mm. Whether it's losing a lot of weight, whether it's gaining a lot of weight, whether it's losing a lot of muscle, like um, uh, uh, I can't think of his name, uh, Patrick Bateman, uh, Christian Bale. Uh, when he oh, did yeah, the machinist yeah. and he had to basically emaciate himself or 
Matthew McConaughey when he did the, the film about yeah, yeah yeah so that again is going against to do something extreme the issue yeah. is that we see these people doing that and, and not that not the machinist vibe <laughs> I hope um but we see the Chris's and the Channings and the Zachary's and and Zachary's fucking hell Zach and we think, fancy him don't mean you can start giving sorry, him like but a he is, little boyfriend name he is um anyway he, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um we see that and we think oh yeah I want to be like that and it's like but they're literally saying that it was awful don't do it what's don't a more it. recent version of that that's literally been in the news yesterday fucking Kim honestly Kim Jess won't want Jess cover your ears but honestly you know Amber Heard did a shit in Donny Jep's bed Kim Kardashian also would have done shit in her bed with with uh, uh, a tomato diet. <laughs> tomato. It'd make me never want to eat a tomato again, and I love tomatoes. It's like watching the brain fail. It's 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 quite entertaining, um, but isn't it also a bit bizarre that that dress was Marilyn Monroe's, and Marilyn Monroe back then now is seen as a bigger lady what the fuck yeah oh, oh, oh kim cat she's uh, i feel like she isn't worthy of wearing marilyn monroe's dress there was a somebody on instagram had spoke about it though the the, the post that i shared yesterday which was i think very well put which was it's that alex um alex oh alex White. light yeah yeah and she'd basically put in the caption like she tries not to give Kardashians too much stick for all the damaging body issues that they give Fault. because at the end of the day, they are just a product of their own environment. Like yeah. it's like, they don't even realize it. They're just so in it that they're like, they just think it's fine. But she put like, at some point they have to realize what they're doing. Kim cannot in 2022 believe that she can boast about dropping a huge amount of weight in a matter of weeks by eating only tomatoes and wearing sauna suits because she wanted to fit in the dress and think it's not going to have an impact on anybody else. Maybe she just generally doesn't realise, but it has to be called out. If a dress doesn't fit you, either get it altered so it does or get a new dress. No dress is worth starving yourself or compromising your relationship with food. And that is incre- an incredibly unhealthy amount of weight to lose in such a short period of time. So much. It's so, yeah. which, which is why I was making the bowel jokes, just because I think it's also important for people to understand how the human body works and to understand that there, and, and you know what, when I Googled it, the first thing that came up underneath was how, as in people would probably be thinking, oh, if she, well, I've got a party in that time. I wonder, I wonder how she did it. But it's important to understand that to lose that amount of mass in, was it three weeks? Hmm. That ain't fat. <laughs> no, it's not. It's pure, pure water. That is muscle probably. Yeah, it's, it's just pure. It's like unhealthy. It's like the opposite of, what so your body actually exactly. wants. Exactly. So just think of, right, remove your skin for a second. <laughs> Everyone removed it? Right. <laughs> your body is full of, of, of tissue, right? You got organs, bones, like tissue blood, again. tissue. <laughs> <laughs> Some people say tissue, don't they? That really. Yeah. Is. It's like the sneezing. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So muscle, fat, bones, blood. Uh, organs sinew like um fascia uh tendons I don't know everything right if 
if she thinks for a second that in that 21 days she lost pure adipose tissue body fat again she's got another she's got another thing that's up there that's wrong she that ain't right because it's a lie because it's impossible she would have lost water muscle don't you think it's interesting that we even have been given do you think it's even interesting that we've even been given that number of course i mean you know what there's um a tiktok account that for some reason that came that's how i knew about it because it came up on on tiktok and um there was loads of kim kardashian videos and they all had fifty thousand views that one had 2.6 million i can't even help but roll my eyes literally because we are a nation obsessed we are obsessed with it and we're we're, we're terrified of weight gain and we're obsessed with weight loss and it's not our fault like Jess was saying because you can't honestly think that Kim and that family are like that for that reason I mean I've never watched the Kardashians but I've seen clips where they say like you uh where Chloe they're like saying Chloe this is like the fittest you've ever looked man yeah she's like like, I love being a little lollipop head I've seen that clip it's like oh my god a little lollipop head. uh yeah I think there's a there's a snippet that I've seen where one of them says to Chloe um, you're looking like so slim at the minute. And she says, oh, I, that's great. Cause I love having a lollipop head as in like your head looks bigger on your body. I mean, to be fair, it doesn't surprise me that poor Chloe has got the stick because she was like, I know it sounds horrible, but this is not me. This is a quote, but she was known as like the fat one, mm. you know, like Jesse from little mix and, and everything like that. That is so, 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 so that must be horrendous to be in a very famous family or group and to not be overweight whatsoever, even if she was, it doesn't matter, but to be known as the ugly one or like and in our world, I, I honestly, I can't even imagine how horrendous that must be. But I hear it a lot anyway, like from some certain clients who say, oh, I'm, I'm the bigger one of my friendship group, merely because they're maybe five foot nine and the friends are five foot three. And it's like, of course you are you're bigger than you you're taller you are naturally going to hold up more space exactly it's like but it's like so ingrained into us that oh that's not normal and it's like who by whom's like who said this yeah like whose expectation is it to say that you're the bigger one or whatever and it's like it's just it's mad and and I do like I was talking literally had this conversation with a friend at the weekend because she's like five nine, mm-hmm. but we've all we're all quite small, like in our friendship yeah. group. Yeah, yeah. Like five three, like five five, etc. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I always used to be really conscious of that growing up. Like I was the bigger friend. Oh, that makes me so sad because it's just again, it's another number that doesn't matter. Ah, mm-hmm. oh, it makes me so. It makes me. So, I don't know. It just yeah. It's it makes you you, you want to be you almost want to be angry at somebody, but you don't. Like, know yeah, who? Who? Angry at? I'm like. <laughs> That whose fault is this? Exactly. This is why I know I wrote an email about it on Monday. But this is why, like, when when PTs especially, because come on, guys, when we say that um, putting having plus size people on the cover of whatever or as a front of something is glorification, I'm like, do you understand what you're saying? Do you understand mm. how absolutely tone deaf that is? You're so basically funny. saying. That for all the plus size people that are out there, by the way, there's millions of them. And that will probably always be the case, which is fucking whatever. Do whatever you want. It's fine. You're basically saying that they should have no representation in the media. Nothing at all. 
it's like, can you imagine what that would do to your it's like being it's like being in a huge school and you're the only you're the only person of color that's it and you don't but you don't see any any black people in the media or brown people whatever you don't see any and then so suddenly you start to think well oh so I am really different and then suddenly you see uh, a black person on tv and they're powerful or you know like Oprah or something and suddenly you're like ah. Oh, you know they're like me and there's literally people saying that that's that putting overweight people on on magazines or whatever is glorification is like have you looked inside your brain for a second yeah it was like that whole Piers Morgan thing that came out recently where he basically said it's the glorification but then in the same breath was like um it's not good for their like making out like he was concerned about their health or being overweight is unhealthy that's what basically he said but it was like, yeah, but you also, what if you're pretending like you're concerned about their health, what's also unhealthy is that you're not allowing them to be represented at all. Because like you said, then that's detrimental to their health because they feel isolated. They feel like no one, no one thinks that they deserve a, exactly. like, a place on this planet. Exactly. That's what, that's the, that's the thing that gets me the most. I put it in the email. I said, people disguise their distaste for concern mm-hmm. Piers Morgan does not he's give not, a shit about doesn't. this person's weight he does not care that like, oh it's a strain on the NHS like you give a shit you don't care you just don't like it admit it yeah don't pretend it's, don't it's pretend like you're concerned else. oh you know I'm really you know there's lots of obesity and I'm really worried about um you know uh, the damage name okay tell me about it then if you know so much about it yeah tell me about it why can't you just say, which is in his head, it's just distaste. Mm. It's so fucking obvious. It almost, it baffles me how when fitness professionals say it, which is why I wrote the email, because I saw it and I literally put my phone like face down on my desk and I was like, what is going on? Is this yeah. is this the world we are currently living in when we have absolutely, uh, we have no recollection of what's going on in the world and it, like, oh, Stop the world, I want to get off. It's so bad. <laughs> so bad. It is. So bad. But thanks for everyone who replied to it because I got some good replies off that one, actually. Like, it's nice to see that someone's actually thinking about the other side, you know. Imagine that. <laughs> oh. Imagine. <laughs> Imagine. Um, so, yeah, basically, that came from Kim K. Ain't practicing body autonomy no it's not at all (laughs) and it's almost like some when we spoke about um for some people what they deem worth it is to go past that whether that's a goal it's a performance-based goal it's an aesthetic-based goal for her she's willing to sacrifice and probably mess up her relationship with her body with food with um so many things internally She's willing to do that for that red carpet appearance. And that's that's hers. But she should be held accountable for the fact that it's not just, I don't know, me or Sash going to do that, who haven't got anyone really, like, looking up to us. Or She's got millions and millions of, like, young females who look up to her. And it's like, you've got to take that responsibility. And I know you might be like, oh, I shouldn't ask for it. It's like, well, she kind of did. <laughs> she kind of did ask for it. Yeah, it's um, 
it, it's it's crazy again we can't we can't blame her but obviously she does have this massive following but then also this is me just really really trying to empathize no it's hard isn't it <laughs> she and many others have been brought up in a world where they their every move is photographed their appearance is their business skims yeah, yeah. kylie does her makeup stuff I don't know if Kendall does anything. Oh my God, did you see the great meme though about Kylie at the Met? Yeah, Gala? fantastic. Abs- exquisite, guys. Exquisite. Whoever wrote that, exquisite. absolutely. It was great. The one which was, if for anyone who's not seen it, Kylie Jenner wore um, like a white dress with a veil. but she a backwards had like a snap, cap. She had like a snap, a snap back on, like um, backwards, but the veil was on the front. Yeah. And the meme that was basically, um, it's like when Barry from Hull has only got £85 left on Don't Tell the Bride. Oh my God, it was thrill. Like, because that is the accurate. It's like the panic of like, where's the dress? Literally. Um, but yeah. yeah so, <laughs> and this, this is like exactly what we just said. Like their outfits are open for scrutiny. What they do is open for scrutiny. But that meme was, meme was great. So yeah. whoever created that, well done. Bravo. Yeah. So we've put, we okay yeah we have put pressure on that scenario but she makes she literally has she would have money to to burn obviously um and she would if it was really that damaging to her she'd stop as well so um but she probably like, can't because of all the like pressure. Him, didn't like rob kardashian just take himself out the picture Good for him, man. Uh, there's, uh, there's, I think there's a, f- a few people that do that. I, I swear Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith have got a son that just don't want to know. Yeah, well, I don't think it's Jada's. I think it's Will's from a previous... Yeah, but you know what? He'll probably be the one that will have the most relaxing, I don't know, life or whatever. Yeah, okay, He probably he, well, he will be rich because Will Smith's his dad, but, um, you know, at least he's probably probably get a job that he loves and he won't feel pressured to become a singer like willow did or whatever or or uh, what's Jaden doing these days i don't know Mm-mm. um i'm just trying to find a part in this book that is very apt for um this whole topic but i can't find it it's basically about how we can't put ourselves in other people's shoes until some experiences you can't talk about unless you've lived in it mm. so us saying this about kim or whatever yeah okay but we don't we haven't lived in our shoes we have no idea what it's like to i have i'm sure you don't jess and i don't have any idea what it's like to grow up and leave the house and someone's taking a picture of you straight away mm. and then suddenly there's a magazine uh the next day saying oh sasha's a fat pig what oh but i was just going to the shop <laughs> just wanted to go get a croissant this morning yeah. this what what's happening so imagine that for your whole life hmm. and imagine you probably got publicist um sasha or kim um you've got a bikini shoe in a week the bikini's a size eight that's bye non-negotiable bye yeah that's it oh um but i'm not size eight well the bikini is uh, I get that. And you're getting paid this much. You've signed this contract to say that you will be the model for this bikini. Blah, 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 all that shite. We don't know what that's like. So I think some experiences, we can say what we want about them. I personally think it, obviously, as we both agreed, it is tone deaf and it's ridiculous and they shouldn't have shared the specific numbers. But Kim said it on the red carpet in an interview. So it was always going to get out there. 
But we Is that still what she said? did she say it on the red carpet? I didn't see yeah, that. yeah. I saw a video of her literally saying, um, give me three weeks. She said, the dress is this size. It doesn't fit me, but give me three weeks, basically. And said, she, I lost 16 pounds or whatever. If you too want to shit yourself all the time, you too can lose 16 pounds. <laughs> okay, not okay, not okay. God, and she would have felt terrible. And also, side note, the minute she took that dress off, do you know what she had? Pizza, probably. Some yeah. kind of food with salt in it. Yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe pizza uh, sans tomatoes, because she was probably sick of them. But it's like some someone somewhere would have been helping her with that in the sense that they would have said, yeah. hey, this is what's possible. What probably gets an hour's job, to be honest. What, yeah, what gets me is that, like, I that goes so against everything that I stand for that I couldn't do that. And that we've spoke about it before in the sense that there's there's people and there's coaches who we know who would mm-hmm. go for yeah, the, name, the, name the price, go for it. Of course, because it's not that they don't have any morals. It's that they don't, they, they're like, if someone wants it and they're paying me, then what? who am I to tell them to go away? It's like, well, yeah, I, I also see where you're coming from with that. But I personally, no, no amount of money is, is worth me basically destroying someone's life for that amount of time. Fuck that. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's talk body autonomy with food then. Jeff. I feel like we just did the, the, we, the are we still here segment for, yes, the, yes. For, for, for the Kim K thing for this week. Like, are we still here? Yeah, as you may remember, we've been trying to get a, we've seen something and this is what we think in every episode. So yeah, that was, are we still here? Um, celebrity. Drastic weight drastic loss. Drastic weight, yeah, yeah, literally. And we are still here, just to let you know. <laughs> just to let you know, if you thought we were back in the <sighs> 2000s or the 90s or the 80s, we are not. We are, yeah, we are living in it. 2022 and people are still shitting themselves to fit into a dress. But yeah, <laughs> it's like you, are, you, it, you do think like, oh, progress, progress, but it's it's not. Mm-hmm. We're all in an echo chamber as well, so it's great that we all promote deleting accounts that don't make us happy and unfollowing stuff. But it's still out there, and I think still there. that sometimes, like when Sasha has said to me before, yeah, but no one's still talking about that. That are they? And then I'll see it and I'll say send her, and I'm like, no, they are, Sasha. It's just that you don't see it because you've totally close that part off but I think since you've got on TikTok it's probably made you more aware that it's there yeah so which is which is the one thing about TikTok that's actually probably good in that if you something comes up with that if you quickly swipe past it they don't show you it again because obviously so if for example if there's like food videos and I watch them all it will just the next day it's just food videos yeah so but I think Instagram's not like that I don't know I feel probably like not. if probably I meant to show you it more. <laughs> yeah, That's they sick. don't like it. <laughs> no, Make exactly. them more angry. So when it comes to food autonomy, I think a good thing to think about, Jess, I, I think you'll agree, is that if you're trying to get to a point where you have body autonomy within nutrition, what does that look like? Hmm. So Jess, what, what would it look like for you? So Say, repeat the question for me. So, for body autonomy when it comes to nutrition, hmm. What does that look like for you? Um, eating when I'm hungry. Mm-hmm. Um, eating to a point where I'm aware of how full I feel. Mm-hmm. 
um, feeling um, happy with the choices that I make around food in regards to the energy that it gives me and uh, how it makes me feel on a level of both probably like nutrient quality is in energy but also in things that just make me happy do you know what I mean like yeah I'm gonna have this pizza because I want it and it makes me happy and I feel good um yeah Uh, I think that that's probably it it's probably like a combination of energy satisfiedness and contentment for me Hmm. and would you say that you're there now yeah I would say so I'm a bit of a creature of habit though so like I and I do notice this like so when I went away last month um I didn't eat in the day like I just ate my my main meals whereas when I'm at home for me I'm a creature of habit in the sense that like just before this call I went and got a banana am I hungry yeah I'm a bit peckish but I think it's because it's like my routine of like my day that dictates a lot of what I eat um and there's nothing wrong with that if I didn't like it I wouldn't do it but I like to graze like little bits throughout the day. And I, mm-hmm. and I don't know about you, Sash, but sometimes when you first start working with the client and they go, oh, I'm a bit of a bugger for snacking. And you're like, Always. what's wrong with snacking? <laughs> like, what's wrong with snacking? Leave it alone. Like, it's absolutely fine. It just depends on like, um, on how, how it suits you mm-hmm. really. Um, but I think we do get into positive and negative habits based on just natural schedules. Like whether you're like, I really need to stop having that chocolate bar at four o'clock because I don't actually want it it's just because I'm bored at work waiting for that last hour to go it's like okay well that's maybe why isn't that helpful well because by the time it gets to six when my partner's got my tea I'm not actually that hungry but I eat it anyway and then I'm like over whatever it is yeah okay so that's that's your view of body autonomy surrounding nutrition and Mm. you say you've got it so Mm. how do you think you got there uh experimenting probably a lot over the years testing the water of what feels good so I definitely come from a background of um tracking food when I first started with my health and fitness so this is what we said about before with my fitness pal I do think it is a good awareness for a lot of people in the beginning who are like what even is does that have a lot of protein or whatever in the and it's like a, a a data spreadsheet of like oh I didn't realize that um, Greek yogurt was quite high in protein Mm. without Googling it or without having a coach to guide you in that sense and talk about it. Um, So I did, I did that for a while. Um, Also probably experimenting with under eating and overeating, not intentionally a lot of the time, just through like, um, for example, maybe when I first started on my health and fitness journey and felt like I needed to lose body fat all the time, it was like, okay but I was so underfed that my performance in the gym was shocking and I was achy all the time and whatever but I didn't know until I did that until I had that awareness of it and that that's why time is a great um tool in the sense that you learn a lot but I wish I had coaches and more guidance doing it because I just was fumbling my way through it a lot of the time yeah fumbling I did a lot of that too. Yeah, very much fumbling my way through. The the danger is, I think, is that sometimes when we do get into those more extreme type of habits surrounding nutrition that, again, go against body autonomy, is that it's quite hard to get out. What do you Mm. think, Jess? Because you almost start to feel like that's that's the norm when it's not. 
especially if you know there's a saying like oh if you want to i think even james clear says it in atomic habits he says like oh um immerse yourself in people that you aspire to you know that you want your life to look like and i think that is totally true in some aspect but i also think that it can be really harmful if it's what you think you want to be like but it's not what you probably should be like not that I'm dictating what people should or should not do like for example when I was obsessive I was hanging around with people that were also obsessive so you couldn't see that it was no I could I it was normal to me like oh what's for tea well or how much honestly (laughs) when I say it now it sounds so funny what's for tea oh how much protein have you got left (laughs) yeah um that's you you and your mum isn't it that you talk about (laughs) honestly Honestly, me and my, you know, my, my mom would happily admit that when I got into it and she got into it, we would be like, um, oh, how oh, we having roast dinner on a Sunday. Oh, mom, how, you know, how many carbs, how many carbs have you got left? Blah, blah. And then even with Simon, my uh, a friend and old business partner, when he was obsessive with it, so was I. So if he came around for dinner, he'd be like, oh, I got, um, I got. I don't know prawns instead of steak because I've not got enough fat left when in reality whether you choose to have steak or prawns on a night it means nothing but if it was normal to me because it's how I was living my life it's how he was living our life at the time unfortunately that maybe did brush off on certain clients um you know which obviously now I I wouldn't maybe act like that anymore so it is about exposing yourself to people that you want to be like but it's also understanding that what that group of people are doing might not be serving you as well as you think it is mm. and you don't see that until you come out the other side yeah which I mean, is like with hard the, you're in you're in it it's like the, the the time thing there that what I said is like it's 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 almost like an experiment um but when you go into it you don't necessarily view it like that you view it as this is the route to success and I will do this yeah. and this is what it takes and I'll do it forever yeah. um, rather than I need to find the right way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think you see that a lot with like diet cults, like yeah. people who follow certain trends or jump from one thing to another or yeah. whatever it might be. Eventually they become disillusioned because they realize it wasn't a necessity. Yeah. It's mad, isn't it? Because that goes into um, when it comes to satiety and and eating and body autonomy within food. As I remember during those times when I'd have a calorie number to hit or whatever, say my housemate bought back, I don't know, chocolate digestives, again, making this up. Say he bought back, oh, I got some biscuits. If my housemate now, I mean, he does, and we both do, we have a biscuit tin in the house. Um, if my housemate bought back chocolate digestives now, I'd be like, oh, nice one. And then I wouldn't think about it. Yeah, that's Beca- it. Because I it, I don't know. I, I can't quite explain it, but that need isn't there anymore because I have zero restriction. But minus five years ago, take me back five years. If my if I was in that zone of my life and I was, you know, thinking or thinking about food and my body all the time and being like, oh, you know, I need to watch that. Oh, I can't have that. If my housemate would have bought chocolate digesters back and he said, oh, do you want a couple with a cup of tea? He would have given me two and I would have eaten eight. Yeah, that's it. 
and but I would never do that now no and but it, that's the, the key point there is the restriction thing because I was the same when I used to when I moved back from Manchester and I used to live at my mum and dad's mum and dad like my mum my mum's diabetic not necessarily I don't think the best thing but she has like a treat <laughs> cupboard which is like just like help her <laughs> insulin like yeah get up and down where she's just literally yeah. got like lots of everything you can ever imagine my friend Sophie always used to say to me she's like how did you like do that growing up where you always had it there but you only like ate one or whatever and I was like I don't know that was just like the rules that we had in our household but my mum was like you have you can have one of those things before dinner or one after whatever but I remember when I moved back from uni and um I was super in this restrictive phase of my life where Monday to Friday mm-hmm. was like under eating for sure like salad like yeah just like everything like everything had to be quote-unquote healthy um, and I remember on like Sunday nights, I would be going through that treat cupboard, like right Monday starts tomorrow, like raiding it for as much as I could eat, like, like two bowls of cereal, like yeah. whatever Mr. Kipling cake was in there, maybe like some like digestives, whatever. And to the point where I was like, God, this is uncomfortable, but I know tomorrow I'm not going to be able to eat it because I've set these weird rules for myself. And it's like, it was so, so unhealthy looking back. And I do remember being in the moment where I was like, this ain't right this this ain't right and this would have been like what 2000 and 2014 13 13 yeah maybe 2013 well we all just lived the same life didn't we (laughs) (laughs) I feel like we did yeah (laughs) but yeah I mean it the thing is I think it's a a a self-trust problem and I know um how Jess in our job how many times have you heard I don't trust myself to have just one yeah I don't trust myself to have it in the house yeah uh, oh god I reckon hundreds of times I've heard that mm-hmm. it's, it's it's and the thing is that comes from trying and failing before as in oh well I tried to but then I ended up eating the whole packet or so I've heard you. yeah exactly and I've heard oh yeah but Sash, you're like that and I'm not and I'm like no I was like that actually probably way more than you know and probably way more than you because yeah. I know you and I know me and the last thing I don't want that for you and it it is a you don't trust yourself but then that's why I said to you Jess okay so this body autonomy with food what do you want it to look like I think that's important because if you see I'll just make this up but if you see yourself really trying to come away from what you uh, what you think is junk food or I don't know you're going vegan or um I don't know what you know something that's maybe a little bit more you know I was about to say vegan's not extreme but it is um it's I'm not saying it's bad but it's an extreme diet cutting out everything like that of course it is um you just have to think like I knew that I always enjoyed biscuits with my tea um dinner out um what else puddings um wine for example and in my life I knew that I wanted those things in there I didn't want to remove them so I had to almost build an environment that included those things otherwise what am I practicing for yeah you have to think that like you are trying to create this life that you want and if you remove things like we know that the number one cause of overconsumption is what restriction we know we again like Jess was saying on the call this morning like what are the facts what do we know we know 
that restriction restricting something whether it's shopping <laughs> I don't know I'm sure if there's sex addicts out there I'm sure if you don't have sex for ages and you just go into a, a, a frenzy of shagging everyone <laughs> you know <laughs> you, you restrict I'm just trying to think of other things that aren't food and that came into my head all right that's great um, into your head. yeah <laughs> No, I know what you mean. It's it's so true. Because it's so true. It, the more you restrict, the more you want it. It's just exactly. like it's psychology. It's like if you go, do not think of a big red button. It's like, uh, uh, well, all I can think of is a big red button now. Like That's all that's in my it. head. Or like someone says, don't don't touch that. Oh, I really want to touch it now. Like it exactly. just is in our nature to 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 be that way inclined. So um yeah but a conversation that I had with friends when I was in London at the weekend and we were all having breakfast in Dishoom was um around the nature of sometimes you have to go to an extreme to realize where your set point is, your 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 sweet spot is in regards to stuff mm-hmm. so you might go one way and go whoa that that didn't feel right that didn't feel autonomous that didn't feel comfortable I did not like that what what was the step before that what was the step further back than that where was that where was I comfortable where was I making progress where did I feel my best where did Mm -hmm. I see positive changes in in what I'm trying to work towards potentially and um we had that conversation when we were having breakfast and two of my friends who are a little bit newer into fitness who I've coached in the past were sat there and they said yeah it makes me laugh that um looking back two years ago how much I've changed since then and one of my friends used to work out like six seven days a week sometimes twice a day and I said how many times a day do you work out now and she was like like four maybe sometimes five and she was like but like her life has changed a lot as well like she's got a new partner she's got like a a house like like all these different things so it's like it was like almost filling a, a, a void in a way that didn't help her but she was like, I had to do that to come back. She was obsessed. She was obsessed with um, the Apple Watch challenges. Like I'd say for, but the thing is with the Apple Watch challenges. So if anyone who's not got an Apple Watch, every single month they send you a challenge. Right. I don't even know what, know what mine is this month. Let me see if I can find it. Um, it's on my phone. Right. So they send you like a challenge at the beginning of every month. But what they don't tell you is that if you achieve it for the previous month, they make it a bit harder the next month. But a little bit like saying, um, I want to hit 100k back squat and then the next month 105 and then the next month 110 eventually that that's going to plateau you're going to hit Definitely. a point where you can't progress any further yeah and that's that that's what happened with the apple watch thing for her it was like so unrealistic either they set you um maybe like a, a, a calorie goal or a um move like a movement thing a movement amount of distance or like it's been that long since I've been on it I actually don't even know where you find it oh here we go so um my May goal is to earn 200% of my move goal three times so your move goal is like a set calorie amount basically so to double that three times it's so far told me that I've achieved that no no time (laughs) but that would be because last month that would have been a regular thing for me because I was still marathon training of course yeah I was often doubling my daily move goal because I was moving a lot whereas like my friend became really obsessed with that where she was like right I have to do that or like it might have said on like on a previous one you've got to hit a certain amount of 
like steps or distance every single day or whatever and it's like just gets more and more and more and more extreme until eventually you combust into a burst like into flames and then have to come back a little bit but we were saying that over breakfast at the weekend and my friend said it does it does make me laugh now like how far I've come but you have to sometimes go yeah and I think it's interesting to note what you said that your friend said about um that now she's got a new partner and whatever and she's doing this and and I just think that when I was like that I was living in a, I was living on my own in a shared house my partner at the time lived a, tra- a half an hour train journey away I didn't like my job and um, I was working at Boohoo uh, as like an entry level like the money was terrible um and my mum and dad lived in London at the time again big old train journey away and I just think and I didn't really have many friends there because I'd gone to uni and then everyone had jobs in different places or whatever so not this this isn't like a woe is me but it's important yeah because those were the times where I was the most obsessed so Mm. that's when I would go to the gym before and after work I'd go cross trainer in the morning no, sorry, weights in the morning, cross trainer after because I just couldn't bring myself to go and do the cross trainer in the morning um, because the gym was right behind the office, uh, exchange. Uh... Same gym we went. Yeah, yeah, to. I swear, honestly, I swear that was the breeding place for people like us back then. I feel like we must have crossed We paths. must have done. This is, this is years ago. This is out yeah. of uni. And I used to do that. And then I'd go to Aldi, which was near that gym. Mm-hmm. And then I'd get the train home and I'd sit in that room and that's it. It, it. It's not sad because I felt like I needed that, but I had no money because my job paid. So I ended up moving back to London because I had no money. Same. Um, I had, yeah, I had my partner, but he was far away. I had no friends really. I had friends that this is before I met like my best friends now because before I left that job. So yeah, in a, in a, in a pretty sad way, I had friends, but I, I, they weren't anywhere near me. Mm. so I had no social connection apart from work when I didn't really fit in because I wouldn't fit into that kind of environment just because it isn't it the gym and the obsessing and the intermittent fasting and the measuring and the looking at diet stuff and the watching YouTube videos and stuff that was all I had Mm. that was it Uh, the relationship ended up coming to an end I left the job I moved back to London it didn't all go away, but basically the more, the happier I became with myself and my life and my purpose and what I was doing in life. And then I started training to be fitness professional and I came back to Manchester. I met Jess, my best friend. I got this job that was waitressing, which was still shit money, but I was, I was way happier. Yeah. And it's like, that's when that kind of stuff started to go away because it just didn't matter as much. And then obviously when I actually qualified and became PT, it came back a little bit, but in it, it like came back in a different way, mm. which is why, you know, we don't want to become a therapist in this job because it's not our job. But when we, I'm sure you do as well, Jess, when we come across someone who has this controlling thing or they have certain food habits that just are a little bit like, oh, wonder, you know, that's odd. I wonder where that came from. You have to look at everything else because that's what affects it you know you might be in an unhappy relationship you might be suffering with depression you might have a family member that's really sick and 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 you feel like there's nothing you can do but you you can do this you know and Mm -hmm. it's like if you don't 
if you're not open about that stuff, then how are you ever going to fix it? And then yeah. now look at, you know, Jess has got her lovely house in Scunny. <laughs> <laughs> you know, she's engaged to Matt. She's she's built a coaching business and in, in, in whatever. And lo and behold, those controlling thoughts around food are gone. Same with me. And it took what? We were doing that 10 years ago. Mm. And now we're both in our early 30s. We've both in steady relationships. We've built businesses that give us meaning and purpose. And oh, look. We don't eat packets of digestives anymore. And I'm not saying that that's the cure and everyone needs to, you know, because I'm not a psychiatrist and I'm not a a therapist and whatever. But I think if that, if you think deep down that it might be because of that and it's worth exploring. Yeah, like what, what, like the controlling behaviors and like why, where's that coming from? Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Why is the magic word? Why is that happening? Why am I doing this? It really but, is. But majority of us who are in that place, everything seems very uh, immediate, like instant reaction. They're the type of people who think if they eat those digestives, that's why they've put on two pounds the next day. When it's They're not. also the type of people who feel like they need to counteract um, a, week, a weekend of eating Easter eggs by going to the gym twice on the Monday. Nah, it's not. That's not, yeah, that's where we're at if you're in that place you're not thinking of the bigger picture you're so in you're in you're engrossed in it you're literally like there's this wall around you and you're in this room and it's you and your thoughts and it's it's you only get that feeling from controlling it and that's why you're so number driven exactly and I think the control element some people say oh yeah I know I I like control and yeah I'm a like we said on the call last week I'm a very orderly person in certain aspects of my life but when I look at it and I'm fully aware of it it's because I because I want control over that yeah you know like I'm like with my fucking spreadsheet or whatever that spreadsheet gives me like a it's not bringing any damage to my life or health so I don't mind it in the future it might and then hey I might need to look at it but when I'm updating it I get like a okay that's sorted now so I cannot think about that anymore which is like when people put all their food in my fitness pan in the morning maybe you know again generalizing but it might be okay well that's sorted now um okay well I've done my 10,000 steps okay so that's sorted now uh and you know in in our industry a very famous saying is oh you know just ticking boxes and stuff and it's like yeah it's fine and people say oh Sasha you'll find a fault in anything whatever but I'm like if something's so normal I question it not I'm not saying I don't think it's right but I still think about it if something's just very normal saying like I did in my email last week about eat less move more I was like everyone says this everyone says it all the time of all generations we're all saying it let's have a look at it and sometimes hey you might find something I just think that element of control, if it's negatively affecting your brain and your life, then maybe. <laughs> maybe, maybe something is not right. <laughs> maybe we don't want it anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, because stuff like food and training and stuff, hey, guess what? You're not in control of it. No. You're not in control of it. If you, if you said you're going to go to the gym, but then your cat has got, a hairball. <laughs> <laughs> I, I couldn't think of 
That's the best you I don't know. Do. I, I was going to say your cat could go to a vet, but I thought that was boring. Let's bring up hairballs. I don't know. Say so you get a training session, but your cat's sick. You got to take it to the vet. You're not in control of your sessions. You Something might come up. You never know. It's about how you just deal with it. Whatever. Okay. Or, um, oh, I, I've, I've weighed and brought my lunch in for work, but then it's, um, but then the lady that I sit next to in the office has been really, really kind. And she made a lasagna last night mm. and she's bought me in a little box with the lasagna and salad and stuff. I know a lot of people, myself included, that would have crumbled at that. Oh, it doesn't um, fit my macros. What, what's in it? You know, even if and you know what, if you don't like lasagna or you literally whatever. But I'm sure I mean, who doesn't like meat, pasta and cheese? um vegetarians but i know a lot of people and i've seen Vegans. yeah veggies hey veggie lasagna is nice but i have seen with my own eyes uh clients and people who have taken photos of scenarios like that or message threads sent it to their pt and their pt has said good for you just just rolled her eyes i agree that's not good for you that's basically that's the the pt's control projecting onto the client as in like i would have done that too good for I'm, you yeah i'm also so <laughs> like empowered by the fact that like i'm also I, uptight. yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's when you just got th- and then you got to think that's when the people please are, are you just trying to do you just want your pt to be proud of you yeah like, and then and then the downfall is that client will never tell the, that coach when they do do things no. that aren't aligned with their specific goals or no. the goals that they think that coach wants them to hear. I don't know why that just made me really sad. It, it, was, it is, it's a sad, yeah. sad fact. Whereas like reality is if a client came to Sasha and I and said, um, I have got a goal at the minute of um, fat loss and I've been eating things that aren't aligned with my goal. I'm a bit disappointed in myself. Mm-hmm. It's not our job to go, yeah, you should be. <laughs> or work harder. Try, or try harder. It's okay, let's talk about that. So when you say disappointed, what sort of feeling does that bring? Okay. Yeah. Shame. What sort of foods have you eaten that have brought that about? Okay. Why do you think that food's bad? Because they're the better questions than us going, gold star, well done. Oh. Or that's really bad. You, There's a reason, which I heard a horror story this week from a coach who picked at a client's food diary every single week and told them it was that's why they were gaining one pound, two pound as a female who fluctuates in weight quite frequently and doing it on a weekly basis and no. blaming it. Then there's, there's, a, there's no wonder people have got a correlation between if I eat that, then I'll do then my body will do this. It's like it's yeah, 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 yeah. It's so bad. It's so bad. And you, you the, the thing is, is that we're with this client who did that, they deep down they might want to be relaxed about it and whatever. But we're almost scared of letting go. But we're scared of just being like, enough now. Enough enough with the chasing enough with this i'm i'm active i'm able-bodied i train i eat well but we just don't want to let go just in case we let ourselves go yeah 
and it's it's like you know I sent you that Brene Brown thing and I was just like I fucking love that yeah she was like we're yeah we're we dress rehearse um failure almost it's like Mm -hmm. we're always we, we can never just sit in our success we can never just sit in the happiness we're always like oh but what if this happens like oh, I had the my my coworker brought brought in lasagna. That's so nice of her because she literally thought of me. Put that lunch in the box, put it in the fridge, took it out the fridge in the morning, brought it and 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 um presented it to me at lunchtime. How fucking nice is that of her? Mm. But what with or well, not me? But what people were thinking because we just can't be happy and just be like thank you that's really nice of you thank you so much we're thinking well what if it leads to this what if it leads to this what what if I do this it's like no Mm. just be grateful and happy in the moment because you'll be much happier that you did that than if you go home that night and you're like oh I can't have uh, my potatoes with my DT anymore because I have pasta and it's like fuck off (laughs) <laughs> and I, I had this conversation with a client who's been with me a couple of years, um, had a, an, an initial fat loss goal. She's she's lost a significant amount of weight. And we had this conversation the other day because she mentioned around um, my fitness pal and like using it as a tool mm-hmm. and, and totally admitted that the reason that she likes using it, she thinks is because she, she likes that element of control. And I was like, yeah. I, I let her just play it out. And she said, and I was like nodding and smiling. And she was like, you were going to say that when you were like, yeah, I was just waiting for you <laughs> yeah. to say it first though. Oh, and then, yeah. um, and then we spoke about it. And then she said about, I said, well, what, what, what are you scared of by not having control? And she said, going back to my old ways of, of, yeah. of being in a position where she didn't feel comfortable, confident, happy, healthy. And I said, okay. And I said, what are you more scared of going back to the old place that you were or driving forward into the place that you want to go going forward or slash maintaining. She was like, I'm more scared of what's behind. And I was like, interesting. And I said, how does that make you feel? Mm. She said, a bit nervous that I'm so, so hellbent on not going there again, or in some of the people's instance of, of going to a place where they panic that they put on two pounds overnight or whatever it is. It's actually dictating what she's doing now in this moment and being happy. And I was like, well, 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 I was like, well, I was like, I said to her, I was like, sit with that. We'll talk about that next week. Yeah. Like have a little bit of a mill on that one. Yeah. That's. I know mind, mind blowing. It and is. like, again, speaking of body autonomy, we, mm-hmm. we push and we push and we push with that, the goal to get to that point. And then how many of us, when we get to that point can sit in it as, as something that we can be happy and content in because we're all striving for more whereas eventually where does where does that place sit where we actually are content and happy and I think that's a good question to ask ourselves because it's different for everybody yeah and it's not just in health and fitness it's also in finances it's also in job satisfaction it's also in um so many things and you might it's difficult though because I, I said on the podcast last week I identify as someone who's been quite driven and whatever and it's like, when you maybe take that away, then what do you do? Are you somebody who's not driven anymore? Or are you somebody, it's an interesting question to ask mm. yourself. But do you think it's expectations? Because we all yeah. have super unrealistic expectations. When I think there's a the saying, I can't remember who said it, but happiness is results 
minus expectations. Mm-hmm. Because if you add in the expectations, it'll never be good enough. Yeah, because it's whose expectation as well. Is it the one that you set for yourself mm-hmm. that is a pipe dream or a million miles away? Or is it the expectation of somebody else, which is only setting yourself up for disappointment, which I think I put a post about this the other week, which is like, never put the key to your own happiness in somebody else's pocket. And that's what we're doing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, happiness is results minus expectations. Guys, I got a bit deep to the last half. Yeah, it's gone a bit deep. Uh... So to chew the whole situation up, why don't you all take a quick screenshot and <laughs> it on social media that you're enjoying the pod. We would really appreciate it. Thanks, guys. That was episode 48. Next week, we've got episode 49 with special guests. Um, oh, we can yeah. say who it is. It's not fucking secret, is it? I know, but you might. it might build up a bit of suspense. It's a, it's a he, and seeing as that we It's a he, to... but it might be two he's. Two he's? It might be two he's, but we'll, we'll see. I think it might be four of us. Um, <laughs> which will be interesting because you've got two men, two women. My voice is quite gravelly and deep today, so hopefully... It'll Three be... men, one woman. <laughs> it will be resumed by next week so we can get... You can all understand who's talking. Yeah, so that'll be great. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening again. Um, we've hit 5,000 uh, listens, which is mega. I think 5,000 in a year is like, I'm. if you'd have said to me at the beginning, do you reckon we'll get 5,000 listens in a year? I would have told you to kindly vacate. <laughs> yeah. Good that, isn't it? Doing well, but if you, and you sharing it helps us even further. Yeah, so please do. Tell your mates, tell your friends, tell your husband tell your wife tell your cousins tell your boss tell your co-workers we know tell your co-workers what, say we know what why have you not brought me any lasagna this week <laughs> thanks guys see you next week see you next week bye